Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode number 103 of Thyroid Nation Radio Live Talk Show and Podcast. I'm Dana Bowman, founder of ThyroidNation.com and ThyroidHealing.yoga. And I'm Tiffany Mladenich of GratefulGarden.biz and MendingMedicine.com. Today we are talking with the lovely award-winning author, inspirational, and motivational speaker, co-founder of the brand new Truth Bar that just launched less than a year ago, Diana Stobo, about eating for thyroid health, vibrance, and uh, vitality, and all that kind of good stuff. She has an awesome story. I'm looking forward mm. to talking with her today. Mm. I know. Looks like she's not quite with us today. So good morning. How are you today? Well, I'm well. A little busy, but, you know, busy's good. Busy's good, right? Oh, Hmm. look at that. She must have heard of the universe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So let's get right to this and this amazing lady, and let's get this thyroid nation thriving. Good morning. Are you talking Diana, to me? Diana, can you hear us okay? <laughs> yeah, we were talking to you. <laughs> Good morning. Are you talking to me? <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> That's perfect. Where are you so, on this lovely Wednesday morning? You know, it's a really good question. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I woke up in McMinnville, Oregon. How do you like that? Mm, well, now, okay. where is yes. that northern? Northern well, Southern? See, I told, I've never even I, heard I told of that. You you would, I told you you wouldn't know. <laughs> it's actually, um, it's, it's, it's in a wine country area outside of Portland, and it happens to be uh, where my manufacturer for my truth bar is, and my mother also lives here, and my son is in Corvallis, which is about an hour away. So it turns out that I get to work and also, you know, visit family, which is so great. Well, well we want to hear about... We want to hear about the Truth Bar um, later on in the show, but um, I just want to say hi. We have connected on the Internet way after I left Costa Rica. Of course, I was only there for eight years, and we couldn't seem to manage to connect while I was there. Isn't that funny? Isn't that amazing? I know that's so weird. I know that we we kind of chatted, and then you were gone. Yeah. It was like a passing passing in the night kind of thing. I know. I know. She's uh, she's Oh, she must be moving around. <laughs> Dana, me. I'm no fine. moving. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that wasn't me. I'm good. I'm I'm not moving. Okay. I'm like a we're good. I'm like a statue. <laughs> yeah, I gotta move. hold still. Yeah, I gotta hold still. Sorry. <laughs> so we didn't hear anything you said, Dana. What did you just say? Uh, I just said that you, uh, Diana's the founder, uh, uh, the owner of the retreat in Costa Rica. It's about 30 minutes oh, okay. from, from where I used to live. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, my goodness. So before, I actually saw the place when she wasn't there. <laughs> so, so that you know, is the, hysterical. The, <laughs> we had, um, yeah. we had two, two congresswomen and the embassy, uh, American embassy, and the president of Costa Rica for dinner last night. Very I know. Cool. I know. Moving and shaking. Wow. So, so how did you get down to Costa Rica? So, uh, was to ask you, are you from Oregon in that area? I know you said your mom is there. Are you from I'm Oregon actually, originally? N- no, I'm from California. From oh, California. She's a California girl. 
I am total California girl. Yeah. Yeah. Although people too. think Born I'm from race. New York sometimes because I'm so direct. They're like, are you a New Yorker? <laughs> I said, no, I'm just director. <laughs> I think if we're, I think longtime Californians, we kind of learn to be that way. I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm pretty direct I too. So I think it's a long time thing. Well, if you want to get anything done, you know, or you can just, you know, like, hey, hey, man, what's up? Want to go for, you know, surf? Now, listen, I grew up in Encino, so I'm a valley girl. I'm born and raised in Encino in the in the, in the valley, so I'm literally a valley girl. There's there's some, some blackmail information for the two of you. I, I love that. Like, like, oh, my God. Like, so cool. really? Right, exactly. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Well, you have such an amazing story. I, I really want you to tell everybody how you got here, and uh, I wish I could watch the video because it is pretty cool. So give us, give us the non-video version. I like four times. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, I mean, to, I'll, I'll, try to make it, I'll try to make it the five-minute version like we did on the video, but the truth is, is that everybody kind of goes through their, their whole story, their process and, of health and a lot of us ignore it until it gets to a point where it's really, really bad, and um, we don't understand what's happening. So for me, um, I unfortunately, was at the age of 33 hospitalized for um, an ulcer, and you know it was kind of like a pivotal moment in my life. You know, weight is one issue. Holding on to weight and being uncomfortable and not having energy is one thing. But when you start having ulcers and bleeding ulcers at the age of 33 when you have three young children, you kind of have to wake yourself up and go, wait a second, I'm either going to do or die. And so I decided to be proactive and, you know, change, change my life in a way that would be, you know, be meaningful for me and for my kids. So, um, you know, I didn't not only did my research, but I also, um, you know, use my body as a Petri dish to figure out the best solution in how to, you know, cure my own problems. At that time, I had uh, Hashimoto. They call it Hashimoto's, which you know, um, they say it's a autoimmune. But I had uh, bursitis. I had the, the whole list, you name it. And I, I cured it through food. And today, even now, with, through menopause, when I go in to get my blood work, my Hashimoto's does not exist. It's just a name that somebody gave an autoimmune, which when your body starts to, you know, fight itself. And so... Anyway, that's the short version of how of, of why I why I got healthy. Um, I, I kind of want to go on a tangent all of a sudden when I just said that because, you know, the new the new craze is the gluten free and the uh, what is the what is the disease that comes with that celiac, and people tell me all the time they're like, oh, it's an autoimmune. I'm like, no, it's not. It's just your body uh, trying to save itself. It's not, <laughs> you know, it's not an autoimmune disease. Your body's trying to save itself. So. I saved myself, and when I started saving myself, I started saving others, and um, here I am. I now own a retreat where people come to transform, clear their bodies, clear their minds, clear their souls. Uh, I'm creating bars that are great for gut health and uh, hormone health, and, um, and I teach people, and I create products to help people um, you know, with tools to get healthier. I have to say really well, quick, I um, I saw the the video of you, and of course, if you if you Google Diana Stobo, you can see pictures and, and that kind of stuff. But there's the before and after picture of you, you know, at the age of what thirty four, thirty five, till yeah, you know, what yeah. five or six years later. I mean, it's just it's 
unbelievable. And you just don't realize, I mean, when this book came out, how, how old is the, the Get Naked Fast book? Well, Get Naked Fast was actually, um, so that happened in 2010. And what was happening is when I started curing myself, cleaning my body out, and there was a huge transformational shift, I don't know how I get into the places that I do, but somehow I started speaking, um, you know, for health and for food. And, and as I went around to whole food, I'm also a chef, and I was a, I was a trained French chef, so I started doing more raw foods. So Whole Foods got a hold of me, and I was doing two, three days a week at the Whole Foods market some of my recipes, handing out cards, and then I ended up doing speaking engagements, talking about my uh, health transformation. And somebody, and I, as I was doing all this, I wrote this book called My Body Naked. Haven't published it because you know it's my life story, and I'm not dead yet. But, um, <laughs> but, but as I was writing it. <laughs> It was about feeling good in your feeling good in your body naked. It was about feeling confident in who you are and how you you know not running from the mirror when you take off your clothes to get to the shower, but to actually you know walk with pride, pride, and feel you know what I'm talking about. It's like it's just how oh, we for sit, sure. how we Absolutely. move. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's not what we look like. It's how we feel. And naked so is a mentality. It was, <laughs> it totally. <laughs> it really, really is. It is. so um. As I was telling people that, they're like, well, how do I get naked fast? So I said, okay, well, let me put together a guide with some recipes and explain quickly why you would want to eliminate the six no's, which are, uh, you know, dairy, wheat, sugar, meat, caffeine, and alcohol, and, and how you can do that and how you can get naked fast. So this little pamphlet that I was going to hand out at my talks, because at the time I was doing it because I love what I do and I wanted to help people. Um, but it turned into a book. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> and, of course, that book turned into a brand and it turned into a lifestyle and it turned into my life, which now, like I said, is a hotel and a bar and a business. <laughs> but that wasn't the <laughs> yeah. intention when I started. <laughs> we don't mean well, to laugh, but that is funny. I, I know, right? Like things, how, how they evolve. Anyway, so um, that's uh, – so the book Get Naked Fast came out in 2010. And what I started doing is I started touring and doing my talks, and I would just bring some books along with me. I would sell out of every book. So by – in 2010, I sold 50,000 copies out of the back of my car. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's how my book came on, you know, turned into something spectacular. And actually, I get phone calls still today that that started a whole, you know, that was part of the whole raw food movement. Everybody was buying books, and they got excited. And they'll tell me today, they'll, they'll write me emails and say, you know, I got rid of all my raw books. I realized going raw was not for me 100% of the time. Um, but I kept your book. Your book is a great, simple remedy. And it's true. The whole book was written with the premise that take science out, give the people what they need to know, Make it simple. Um, give some recipes that you can expand on that are basic, not confusing, not with ingredients that you can't find anywhere. And, you know, let people empower them to, you know, change the way they eat, change the way they feel. And it works. I still sell them. I still sell them. I still can't keep them in stock. It's crazy. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And what I really tell and then, them something, I mean. Well, yeah. And so then I started cool. this uh, – 
Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, no, you. What's no, so you. Cool is no, you. You were way ahead of the game as far as the food um, and, and kind of curing your Hashimoto's and things. I mean, that wasn't really something talked about, you know, until just recently in mainstream. So I think it's really amazing and wonderful that you were way ahead of the game. Not only were you selling books out of the back of, car, of the car and started a movement, but, you know, the whole cure yourself and really pay more attention to you know, your body and what you put in it. Uh, some people are too far, you know, along on the spectrum for Hashimoto's and, and they need a little bit more help besides their food. But yeah, I think that's really just, uh, you know, very amazing that you kind of started a couple things. I love it. Well, that, that's true. That's true. And Well, I always say I'm a pioneer, but I wasn't. I mean, the pioneers were in the 70s, right, when they were burning their bras and eating raw food. from the But, but with the whole raw food re-movement, I was definitely one of the pioneers. I was definitely in that very small niche group of people who were, you know, speaking out loud. And I just happened to have uh, a relatable story that people really um, attached to. You know, they found that they can identify with me um, because I'm so transparent and so honest. And, you know, I, I was a mother and I was a wife and I was, you know, um, and I was young and I, you know, it wasn't, I was, it wasn't like I was, eating hamburgers, uh, McDonald's, and I was, you know, a couple hundred pounds overweight, I literally was struggling with, you know, thyroid disease. I was struggling with uh, imbalances in my body. I was struggling with inflammation. So it wasn't, it wasn't because I was an unhealthy, you know, you know what I'm saying? There's a difference between, and, and you see it all the time. I get people all the time coming to me who are like, oh, my God, I gained 30 pounds and my hormones are off. Or I've got this, you know, or I went through menopause and, you know, suddenly I have no control. Or I can't, I can't go to the bathroom. I'm constipated all the time. Little things like that. And they start to add up and they start to build onto your body. And next thing you know, you're 30, 40, 50, 100 pounds overweight. And, it, you know, and it gets out of control. And I always say, you know, let's look at it from a, a, a micro level first and then a macro level. Or a macro level first, I should say, and then a micro level. And the macro level is the nutrients, you know, getting, getting the base nutrients into your body and like feeding your system so it doesn't crave or desire the, the, the micros, you know, the, the, the fats and the fibers and the proteins. And so when people start to look at their body on a macro level, they're like, oh, wow, I had no idea that this was it. And it starts to shift and change. And then, you know, weight starts to fall off, disease starts to disappear and it, it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal shift. But you have to look at it from, you know, I would say 10,000 feet up. You have to look at the whole picture, the whole lifestyle. And that's how people start to really make a huge shift in their life and their bodies. Absolutely. You know, that's why, the retreat, that, that's why the retreat is so great. Because people come there and they don't have to think. It's all done for them. And it's literally 10,000 feet up. They literally show up. And they're fed, and they're moving their body. They don't have to exercise and work out like crazy people. They're fed anti-inflammatory foods that taste fantastic. They don't even think about it. Arthritis disappears in three days on some of our guests. They're like, you know, I just realized I forgot my um, antidepressants, and I haven't had to take them. I forgot that I, you know, had pain. It disappeared. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. So Diana, tell us a day in the, a, a day in the or a schedule for the day for one of your guests 
give us give us a sample of of what the retreat you know would offer for a guest for a day. Well, it's it's sad. You might fall asleep. I've been telling you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, not um, not exactly but, because a lot of people need to slow down. I mean, that is part of you know. I would say that yeah. that is an enormous part for me is slowing down for sure. So I I don't think so. So tell us. Yeah, but and it's interesting. So most people, when they arrive, um, you know, of course, it's beautiful there. Like you said, the property is amazing. The birds, the toucans, everything is, you know, spectacular. Um, and we have a hill. It's, it's about a half-mile hill up driveway. So those people who want to get a sweat on or want to kind of have their, we call the morning burst, they can do the hill. We also do a, a little meditation right before yoga, which is at 8 o'clock. And at 9 o'clock, um, by the way, before that, we have Costa Rican coffee. We have fresh juices in the kitchen um, and outside in the restaurant. So people can kind of walk around the grounds and just really enjoy the beauty of nature. Eight and o'clock fresh, yoga, and the, fresh, uh, right, fresh agua de pipa, I'm sure. It's my favorite, and I really, really miss it. Okay, keep going. I'm sure it's there on the table, I'm sure. <laughs> So, um, and then they do yoga, which is great because it's, it's all with French doors, you know, outside with the birds chirping. It's just it's an amazing place to do yoga. Um, and, and we customize yoga. So if you're not a yogi, you're just moving your body in gentle ways. There's nothing, you know, you're not like doing, uh, you know, heavy duty strength training. You're literally just moving your body. And then we go to breakfast and our breakfast is made up of, uh, you know, fresh fruits, homemade granolas. Uh, we have chia pudding made with almond milk. We have coconut milk. We have three kinds of juices. And then they make, um, you know, the egg of the day, which can be however you want it. But one of my favorites is when they make a kale avocado uh, toast. No bread. We don't use bread. We don't use any grains. Um, and they do a uh, coconut hollandaise, and they make a eggs benedict with uh, mm. bread. Or It's so amazing. Oh um, so after that, you know, it depends on the person, depends on the mood. Some people will go to the waterfall and do a hike. Uh, some people will, you know, uh, just lay by the pool. Some people will get a massage. And then, of course, it's all based around food. Then we do a uh, wellness class. And the wellness class is either in the kitchen or up on the yoga patio, uh, which is how to, make, how to prepare some of the foods that you're making. And uh, the chefs are so great, and they're so playful. And what we do is we customize. Like if we say, hey, what would, you, what would you like to learn today? Oh, my gosh, that granola was so amazing. How do you make that? So they make it, and they show them how. Um, you know, that soup I had last night was terrific. So they make it. So we customize all the time. We only have 11 rooms, so it's very personal and very intimate. Um, then we have lunch, beautiful uh, salad spread. It's always raw. Uh, and, uh, you know, by the time that's done, it's 2.30. And I don't know what people do from there they have yoga, until they have yoga at four. they got an hour and a half to maybe read a book, maybe rest. I really don't know. They disappear into their rooms. They relax. <laughs> they take pictures. Um, and then they're up at 4 o'clock restorative yoga, which is extremely relaxing. And uh, sunset at 5.30, dinner around 6.30, and then they go to sleep. So it's a very nurturing environment. Now, that's not... Everybody, some people come and they're like, I want to do this, 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 and this, and they do it. They, they go to the beach for the day, and we pack all their food because we want to make sure they're eating the right foods. Um, they'll go to the, you know, they'll go to R&R, they'll, they'll do whatever they feel like doing. 
and we just, um, you know, we we let them customize their trip. On Fridays, we take them to the farmer's market with a chef, and he walks them through all the unique fruits and vegetables you get in Costa Rica. Um, is, that the farmer, is that the farmer's market in um, Des Monte? Or? Mill Valley? No, no, no. We do the one in Mill, uh, in, uh, I said Mill Valley. That's so funny. I just said that. Um, in Atenas. Oh, you do? Yeah, we do the one. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's my place. I know. It, we used to go to Ciudad Colon because it's more, uh, I want to say more gringo, and um, and there's music and, you know, more things to uh, kind of like little tiny stands. But mm-hmm. the one in the Tanis is really, is really grown. It's really big. And the chef makes it a spectacular event because oh. he walks everybody through it. He's really good. Uh. Oh, how wonderful. I love that. Yeah, oh, I miss yeah. it so much. I know, right? This, anymore. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> Eight years was glorious. So when when was your vision? What what brought you to Costa Rica? What what made you, you know, first go there and think this is a place where I want to have my, my retreat? Well, I wish it was that simple. It wasn't that simple. Um I I've been going to Costa Rica for several years, probably close to twenty years, to go surfing in Nosada. And I started bringing my children down. Every spring break, we would go down there. We had so many friends. And it just became our, our thing to do on spring break, you know. Um, then, uh, you know, flash forward, I ended up getting a divorce after 27 years being with the same person. And I was pretty devastated. And my mother had purchased this property with my brother in the idea of moving down there after her husband passed. He was, he was in hospice. And um, she was going to build a little bed and breakfast, which is the three little casitas that are on the property. And my brother was going to build his home and have his girls come visit. So anyway, things did not work out that way. My, my, my brother and my mother could not um, finish the job. And they didn't have the funds to pay the last payment. And the day that I got divorced, my mother's husband died. And, of course, we were both just devastated. We were both you know, on our knees. And, you know, I remember sitting with her and she's like, you know, she's trying to organize everything. And she says, what am I going to do with that Costa Rica property? And I said, I'll, I'll just, I'll just pay the last payment. I'll figure it out. She's like, Oh no, you don't have no idea. It's half construction. It's half this. She started giving me all these things that was going, I said, I'll take care of it. We'll, I'll get there. We'll sell it, whatever. And I should tell you that 15 years earlier, the reason there was a crack in my marriage is I went off to Thailand and with a Thai monk, traveled around, and he's like, we should open a retreat center together. He planted a seed inside me because I was teaching kundalini yoga. You know, I was a life coach, a spirit coach. I was a foodie. I was doing all these things, and he's like, we should do this, you know, retreat together. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to drink some water for a second. And when I came home to my husband, he said, I didn't sign up for this. I don't want you leaving the house. <coughs> Excuse me. Hold on a second. I'm going to cough away this little um, dryness. <laughs> a little tickle. I hate and, that. <clears throat> I know. I got a tickle in my throat. And, my, and it kind of, so I, you know, I, I sort of put that in the pocket of my jeans and said, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to do anything like that because my husband doesn't want me to leave the house. But 
anyway, you can see that that deteriorated a marriage over time because he wouldn't let me, you know, find my, my dream. So here I am three months after I paid the property, the last part of the property and I get there and I'm like, Oh my God, this is amazing. This is it. This is the retreat. This is exactly what I wanted to build. I had no idea. I didn't pick the property. It picked me. I would never in a million years, I would have gone to the beach. I would never have picked this. And I know that my mother didn't know that it was on a crystal mountain. You know, she had no idea. She just, she loved the view. She loved the property. You know, she probably, she probably didn't think it through past that. And in fact, I think my brother chose the property uh, and she wanted something else. So it's like, it kind of just came to me as my, this magical, you know, moment. Um, so I started putting some money in. I'm like, okay, well, I'll put a little money in because, you know, you got to fix it up. you got to finish the property. I thought I'd put, you know, a certain amount in, and it quadrupled and turned out to be this spectacular, amazing, gorgeous, luxurious property. Um, if, I, if I had any sense at all, I wouldn't have spent that much money, but it kind of was happening <laughs> before me. It was weird. It was like everybody, all these people came in and started, you know, handling things and it was happening it was was meant to be yeah i was was like watching a train wreck and yet i was i was watching it the whole time like oh my god there it goes again (laughs) (laughs) and the pictures are just gorgeous i mean just absolutely gorgeous i mean it's relaxing looking at the pictures of the retreat and the views and oh my goodness it's and I like yeah. that it's, it's nurturing, you know, because that is what this is all about, nurturing our bodies. Right. And, and it's not, you know, hardcore this way or hardcore that way, because as you know, Diana, you know, it's really what works for everybody. You can only give so many tools and you can only do so many things for people, but, you know, each one's individual. They've got to do what works for them. So like you said, you customize, totally. you know, different things for, you know, different guests and, and different actual overall retreats because everybody's so different. I love it. It's so nurturing and, and, and you can just change, yeah. you know. I love that. You're so right. You're, you're, you're exactly right. And, and that is the truth, though. Customizing is key. You know, <clears throat> I was thinking about when I, you know, my whole story and how I ended up where I am. But the truth is I couldn't do it now. Like, I don't have the – I'm traveling all the time. I don't have the discipline um, to really, you know, lock down and do the kind of diet that I had before – and I'm frustrated with myself sometimes because, you know, you, it, you have to be at the right frame, frame of mind, the right place, you know, really doing what's right for you at that time. Right now, it's adventure and travel and building, building my little empire around, you know, health uh, and transformation. And so that's just where I am right now, and I have to kind of be okay with that. You know, <laughs> surrendering into that moment of where I am. It's true. And also, also, also aging. I mean, I'm 52. You know, and I, I, sometimes I look in the mirror and I go, what, <laughs> what, what happened? But, you know, but it is what it is. You got to just kind of flow with it. It's not, it, I'm not always this graceful. I'm just having a moment right now. Sometimes I fight it. <laughs> well, I love that too. I mean, you talk about, uh, you know, when I was looking at your video and uh, you had toxemia with your first child, correct? Yes. Yeah. Don't pre-clamp, you think too, and, yeah. and before I forget, yeah, I, I, had, I had the help syndrome, so I was like, it, it doesn't happen very often. So when you see someone that went through that same thing, you're like, oh, my gosh, you know. But you talk about um, that, and I have a quick question to ask you. Did you have uh, Epstein-Barr, do you know? 
No. It's my it's my own little file folder in my head. So no. 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 Okay. I, I and they had I, I, they had tested you right because I know you said chronic fatigue and there were many other things that. I um well they didn't test me for that so, but you know I you know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably you know burst your bubble here but I think they're just names that people give for symptoms. Oh, for you know, sure. Chronic. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. so when, they, when they test you, it's like, how are they testing you? It's like chronic fatigue. You can't even test for chronic fatigue. Chronic right. fatigue is adrenal, adrenal burnout, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, right? But they're just, they're just, well, it's like Hashimoto's. They gave, me a, they gave me a name that I have Hashimoto's. I don't have Hashimoto's because they said you cannot cure Hashimoto's. It's an autoimmune, but I did. I don't have it. Right. I, you could test me now, and I don't have it. And, and so, that's what's so cool about it. You know, you can do the antibodies. You can test your antibodies. And like Tiff, what were your antibodies? Uh, do you remember? Yeah, 297. Yours yeah. were really, you know, not as high as mine were like 13 something. And right, right. But we both still felt terrible, whatever. And then here you have uh, Diana, who I'm not sure what your antibodies test that, but then now you're, it's all gone. You don't have any You don't have any antibodies for Hashimoto's. So that's just love it. Fantastic. And I did. I, I don't remember what it was because I, you know, again, I don't think that way. So when somebody tells me I have something, I actually have to go the other way. I'm kind of a pain in the butt that way. If you tell me I can't do something, I will show you that I can. Mm-hmm. So if you tell me, right, you tell and me that's you your survival. To this, that's your survival it mechanism. It totally is. It yeah. totally yeah. is. Yep. Yeah. I get that. I, I get that. Yeah. It's, you know, it's actually, it's actually about, the best thing someone can tell me to do. <laughs> they told me I could right, never build that retreat. It, it would never happen. <laughs> You're like, really? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Watch me. <laughs> Let's just see about that. <laughs> exactly. Do you want to mark down the date and the time? <laughs> right. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I was talking more about the, the toxicity. You, you know, with toxemia, you had a, a phenomenal amount of toxicity. And I know you right. talk a lot about detoxing and, and, you know, how that applies with inflammation and all that. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and what worked for you? What kind of just, you know, pulled the, pulled the balloon, unplugged the balloon? Yeah, so, um, well, I, exactly, my, my Get Naked Fast book was eliminating the, the, what I call the six no-nos, K-N-O-W, know your nose. Know the foods that cause inflammation, know the foods that weigh you down. And do your best to eliminate them uh, or at least minimize them so that they don't cause your body so much harm. So it's dairy, wheat, sugar, meat, caffeine, and alcohol. And I took those out of my diet, and within 10 days, I mean, wow. Like the, the automatic detox was amazing. You know, that's why Get Naked Fast is so great. You just have to follow those recipes for 10 days, and you've already detoxed. And you're, you're not hungry. There's nothing you know, changing inside your body, you're just anti-inflamed, you're no longer inflamed. Um, toxic, toxicity is inflammation, you know, it causes, that's why you get swelling in your lymphatic system, your, uh, so your lymphatic system is backed up, your, your uh, intestines are backed up, your hormone system is backed up, everything starts to back up, you know. So we have to eliminate so the foods were- that cause the backup. Right. Yeah. So give us an idea. Give us an idea, Diana. What what would you have eaten in a day back in that time? Do you remember? I mean, I know that your book probably lays that out, but just to give people an idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the hardest part was um, once you eliminate all that, what do you eat? Right. 
that was right. the big thing. It was like, what's, and I, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't eat a lot um, because, you know, I ate a lot of salads. I ate a lot of uh, soups um, and a lot of smoothies. And then when I um, wanted something to gnaw on, I made wraps. So I would take like a spelt wrap or a, a sprouted grain um, uh, tortilla, no bread, but I would use tortillas because there's still a little bit of grain in there. And I would put hummus and sprouts and tomatoes and avocados and, you know, lemon juice and sea salt and wrap that up or whatever. And I would make this big old vegetarian sandwich. Right. Um, so, so for breakfast, I would have a smoothie. I would make an almond milk smoothie. And I still had, remember, it's know your nose, not no, 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 you can't have it ever. And I would make an almond milk. It was almond milk, a frozen banana, and um, low acid coffee, and a little bit of stevia. And I would make this delicious frothy shake. It's actually really good. I call it my morning glory. And then uh, around 10 o'clock after a workout, I would have a green juice. And then I'd probably have another green juice a little later or a smoothie. And then around 4.30, I remember I would always eat a big salad. I was craving a salad, so I would eat a salad. And then if my kids, when my kids uh, came home for dinner from school, I always made soup. So I would still make their food, but I would always make soup. And it was a, what I call the cream of any vegetable soup. And so I would sit and eat the soup while they had their, you know, whatever. I would make normal food for them so that they didn't feel like they were freaks in school. Because I remember my mother used to pack, <laughs> cut up tomatoes in those fold-over baggies and put it in my brown paper bag lunch. And by the time I got to school, I had a hole in my bag. And I was so embarrassed. I was like, I'm just trying to trade my tomatoes out for a white bread sandwich. I'm like, I am not doing that to my children. <laughs> That's funny. But, but I was never hungry. I mean, there was so much food. There was so much food. And that's why the retreat is so great, because even for dinner at the retreat, we, I always start dinner with the, the appetizer as a soup. It's always a special garden soup, a pureed soup. And at, people at first are like, I would never order a soup. By the time they leave, because most people stay seven days, by the time they leave, they're like, I am going to start eating more soup. It feels so good. And what it does is the hot liquid opens your digestion. It like kind of relaxes. That's why you drink hot tea, and it, it relaxes your, your system. Same thing with soups. So it's Pretty oh, great sure. stuff. Now, so, you yeah, do I, mean, have, you do serve, I was never hungry. Do you serve meat, uh, depending on whatever the retreat, uh, specific retreat is, or not? Do you? Yeah, so we serve fresh uh, local fish, and um, we get organic chicken. And we do serve some meat uh, sometimes, like the local lamb. I don't think the, you know, if we get some bisteca, we sometimes, very, very rarely, but if we get guests in who request it. Um, oh, well, we had skinny cows. We had skinny cows. Sorry, I said have. Now it's had. Had skinny cows in Costa Rica. So you don't really want to eat the the steak, <laughs> the meat there very much. Yeah, it's not like yeah, exactly, exactly right. <laughs> but you know, I have to tell you, Diana, that was something that just killed me when I first met Dana. Because here I am thinking Costa Rica. You know, all of these fabulous, you know, green pastures and grazing cattle and. You know, she's like, no, there's a lot of boxed foods. And I was like, what? <laughs> you know, here I'm thinking well, you, the fabulous cuisine that's available. You know what I mean? And it was completely opposite. Costa Rica has like the number one diabetes in the world or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I said, can you imagine five, ten years I now? could not I mean, believe it. Absolutely yeah. I could not believe it. The pulperia down <laughs> our, at the end of our street, someone would go and, you know, be getting food and come back and it would just all be boxed packaged food. Now, of course, you can get 
fresh eggs or whatever, but it would be all packaged food. And it was just, that's just not food. So, so yeah, I know it's just, it brings me back a little bit. Okay. I digress. Sorry. Sorry guys. Okay. No, no, no. What's actually, well, it's interesting (laughs) because they're also, they, they drink frescoes. Which is kind of oh. like our apple juice, like it's they call it mm-hmm. frescoes, which and they, mm-hmm. it's even sugar free. So from the from the time they're like two, they're feeding these babies sugar water, and mm-hmm. if they're and then they're like, oh, okay, no more sugar. They don't drink water. They mm-hmm. don't even purify their system at all. Mm-hmm. They live on coke mm-hmm. and sugar water. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Wow, that's just that is just craziness mm-hmm. to me. It it really is, you know. I, I think that's yeah. That's my bad assumption. You know, I was like, wow. I'm like, so you can't get this? You can't get this? I can't get this? She's like, no, no. I I think it's a very fair assumption, and I think Hawaii has the same problem. Like real Hawaiian food, if you go to a Hawaiian restaurant, a real Hawaiian restaurant, they're going to feed you, what is it? It's rice, spam, a fried egg, and then this canned gravy. That's yeah. Oh, God, the, no. Are you serious? Spam. <laughs> It's that what they totally eat. Would I don't be my bad assumption. <laughs> Again, right? I I would have been like, oh, wow. they live on pineapples, and you know, and no. <laughs> oh oh my gosh, that is totally crazy. Well, let's talk about because we could. We whoops, excuse me. I'm sorry. That's my new ringer. Whoops, I forgot to turn that down. I apologize, ladies. <laughs> don't you like my ringer though? It's like a little. Yeah, I did. It's life, though. You know, that's, the problem that's is, is I, I let it keep ringing, and I'm like, oh, God, Daphne needs to pick up the phone. You know? <laughs> I'm just enjoying my, my fairy sprinkle dust song. Um, well, and it's life. You know, that's one of the things when, when I started the show was I, told him, I said, I want it to be, I want it to be relaxed. I want it to be talking. I don't want it to be interview, question, interview, you know, question, answer kind of thing. And so that's, that's life. You know, I remember in Costa Rica, Tiff would, we'd be on the show and I'd be hiding under the blanket because it'd be during the rainy season. Hysterical. <laughs> wow. Storming so loud during the show that, you know, you, she could hear it like it was, you know, right outside her window. So it's just life. What can we say? And then her husband wow. would take a picture and send it to me in a PM of her underneath the covers trying to, you know, quiet this massive downpour of rain. Oh my what gosh. goes on behind the scenes, you know? Okay, oh let's, let's jump right into to the gut and enzymes and bitters. Cause cause so all the listeners now are going, okay, we've heard about this amazing retreat, and I'm stuck here in you know, Podunk U, Minnesota, and what can I do from this amazing woman to help myself? So let's talk about gut and enzyme and bitters, because nobody really ever talks about bitters. Yeah, well, my bitters, I got to tell you, this is, so bitters, bitters are actually herbs, okay? It's a combination of herbs. I think Jägermeister is, started this years ago. They, They claim that it helps stomach aches, and if you ever if you ever drink a shot of Jägermeister at the end of the night, you'll realize it, it calms. If you have gas, it'll calm you. And they, they claim it's a healing uh, alcohol. It's kind of like a syrup, you know, like a cough syrup. It's got like 59, you know, proprietary herbs in it. It also gets you a nice buzz. Um, I was going to say. It. But it does have some herbs. So bitters is something that's derived from herbs. Um, and, of course, you can buy them pretty much anywhere uh, in droplets. The problem is the way they're processed in droplets, you're not getting, you're, you're getting more of the alcohol than the herb itself, just like with the Jägermeister. So what I did is I created a bitters based on um, 
like 35 to 40 herbs. It switches depending on what's available. Um, and they're all whole earthen, radiation-free herbs. And what they do is they go into the system um, and they start to flush the liver. They actually inspire the gallbladder, if you have one, and liver to create its own um, uh, bile. So what happens is we're supposed to secrete about a quart and a half of bile every day. The average human being today secretes about a quarter of a cup, which is why we have so many digestive issues. We're just, wow. We've just evolved into a non-digestive system. I mean, we've really messed with it, and so it's not optimally functioning. So what the bitters do is it helps you um, create more bile. Now, a lot of people take enzymes, but this, the bit, dip bitters, actually helps your body create enzymes. So right. you're not taking an enzyme to eat the, the food that's in your system. You're creating um, your own enzymes to be produced. It's kind of like, so when you're born, you have like, let's say you have a half a million enzymes, okay? And you spend your whole life eating dead, dead animals, you know, hot dogs and, you know, McDonald's and all these foods that don't have any live enzymes. You use up your enzymes to digest the food that you eat. You'll see people all the time, you're like, oh, my God, he eats so much. He eats potato chips and Doritos and he hasn't gained one pound. And you look at him, he looks so great. And all of a sudden, he's 28 and he's like big old paunchy and fat. He ran out of enzymes. He has no enzymes left. So he has to create more. Now, if you grew up eating fruits and vegetables, those have natural enzymes, so they digest themselves, you see? So, oh, when sure. you, so when you add live food to your system, you're actually adding an amazing amount of enzymes. And what enzymes do when they've done digesting their own food is they start digesting old residual material, uh, excess fecal matter, whatever waste toxins that are inside your system, okay? So we want enzymes to kind of eat away old junk inside of our bodies. That's what the digestive bitters that I created do. They, they inspire <laughs> metabolism to, you know, increase. You literally, after 20 minutes after taking them, you're, you're hungry. And you feel this, it's an earned hunger, you know. It's like feeling like, oh, my God, my stomach is actually empty. Not like, oh, I right. want to have something to eat. It's really it's good stuff. It's actually processed something. Right, right. Exactly. So um, it also helps with constipation because we're constipated because we're not used, we don't have enough enzymes to help process, you know, and eliminate so it's a fantastic product. In fact, people, people love them. They're my top seller. Uh, I can't keep them in, you know, stock fast enough. And because they're radiation-free, it's really hard to find the excellent herbs that we use. And they're not cheap. They're, it's not right. cheap to make, and, it's, you know, it's not cheap to find and source. So, and well, and most people the, don't the, realize the this is a natural crop. You know, you go through, you know, times when they are difficult to get. I mean, just as a note for, for the listeners, ashwagandha is sitting on the – you know, it's difficult to get right now because it's a crop. And if we have this large demand, you know, people don't get that about herbs and, and you know, plant mm-hmm. materials and things like that, that we can't just recreate it in a lab and have it provide the same thing. Same thing with guaranteed species and heavy metal tested. And, you know, like you're talking about irradiated, most people don't realize that's a huge issue in quality of herbs. Huge issue. You're absolutely right. So I get right. it. I get yeah. it, I get it. So now, is it liquid, Diana? How do you have, uh, no, how do you recommend pill- your clients use them? Well, they're in pill form, so they're in a capsule. Um, but what I always tell people, if they want instant um, gratification, is to <laughs> open up the capsule, put them on their tongue. 
and it, it like inspires immediately. And if it tastes good, your body really wants it. If it tastes bad, your body really needs it. <laughs> because right. they, they sh- it, it should have a peppery herbal taste that's actually appealing. Um, but if it doesn't taste good, then your body's in desperation. And yeah, is this something that a, you have them do before every meal, or? Well, there's several ways of doing it. You sh- you know, it, you kind of can't overdo it unless you start, you know, pooping your pants. Then you got it might right. slow down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it happens to be my That's favorite. That's not good subject, for the naked. So. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. <laughs> um, oh exactly. You're running. You're running around getting naked fast, pooping your pants. You might want to <laughs> slow down. <laughs> All I'm saying. I <laughs> think those digestive bitters. Oh, that's funny. Oh my god. No, but it's um, but so people take like two before each meal. Um, I'm not that regimen anymore about anything, unfortunately. So I just take and I I, I take more. Um, so I take four or five, and I take them throughout the day. I'll take them when I'm oh I'm like oh I have water right here, and I'm thinking oh I forgot to take them at lunch, so I'll drink some with water. They work. They're working all the time. Um. If it's an enzyme, you want to take it right before you eat because then it creates enzymes in your body. But these are working all the time. I have what I call a 24-hour digestive bitter protocol, and it's literally a flush. And so I would say take 24 to 30. Like when I do a retreat in Costa Rica, I give them a bottle of the pills, and I say we're gonna we're gonna do this for two days. We're gonna eat really light. We're gonna do you know juicing salads, everything I just mentioned to you, and we're gonna take 24 to 30 pills today so every time you take a sip of water or drink a tea or green juice take four four to six four to six four to six you can't they're like am i taking too many i'm like keep taking them and what happens is their body just de-swells the bloat goes away they release old material and they, they literally lose like four or five pounds in one day so it's pretty phenomenal and and, and they love it because it's a great way to start a retreat right just like drop everything that you help you're holding on to right. Um, so, you know, the digestive any, bitters any, are... Any uh, concerns, Diana, anybody with, uh, you know, liver, kidney, any any concerns with this at all? None, none at all. I have had zero, zero complaints. The only person, I've, I've actually had one person write that they didn't like them um, because, and, and I don't know, this is so, it's the weirdest thing because they said, you said I wouldn't be constipated, but I've always been regular and now I'm constipated. And I'm thinking... I don't know if they're not drinking their water. I'm not sure what exactly, but there was one person who said she was always regular. She started taking them. She became constipated. It's impossible. It's impossible. I don't know if she just wanted her money back. I don't know what it was, but it was the only complaint I ever got. And I'm like, I'm not even going to try to figure this one out because it's just impossible. (laughs) Just, you know. And you can't please everybody. You can't please everybody. And I think some people just like to complain. They're happy in their complaining mode. You know, that's what I've learned. I'll tell you one thing. When you do online business, you, you learn that if, unless you get more than 5% of the people complain, ignore them. They just want to hear themselves complain. <laughs> oh, right. definitely, definitely. So what made you, I mean, you just decided, uh, you know, some years ago, you know, I'm having issues. Dana. We know you're, you're moving. moving. <laughs> Stop <I'm> moving. moving. <laughs> um, no, what made you decide to, were you having issues? And so you decided I can't hear you. We can't hear you. 
Okay, sorry. I don't we know heard that. <laughs> can you hear me now? That was. Yeah. I can hear you now. Don't move. Okay, I won't move. <laughs> there I'm you go. Now say it again. What inspired you to to create? Yeah, these. it's hard for you to sit still, huh? It's hard for you to sit still, isn't it? You keep forgetting. Well, I'm, not even, I'm not even hardly moving very much. It's just this this microphone. I need a new one. So, okay. So I was just asking, what was what you what inspired you to? Were you having issues and you thought I can fill this void for people? And you came up with these wonderful bitters. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's all you know. It's interesting. Everything is everything works together. Okay. So yes. Um, for example, uh, yes, I've had constipation. I needed them. I also, so I'm not perfect. Here I am living this perfect lifestyle, having this great diet. I'm, you know, I'm leaner than lean, at least at the time. And I, you know, I never stepped outside the box. Well, as life went on, I started to go, hey, it's Friday night. My kids are home. Let's go do something. So I would go out with them and then we would eat and, and I would feel awful. I would feel awful. My body was so sensitive. So um, I had to, I wanted to like get it out. You know, that was my whole idea. I want to get it out. So I had these two, um, these herbs that I was taking and along with this uh, magnesium product. So it would literally flush me through, you know, flush out the system. And I'm like, oh, I can get this better. So I started to create the herbs so that they would help the digestion because I was overloading my system. I mean, if you, eat, if you go eat a papaya, gigantic papaya, your system knows what to do with it. But when you mix the papaya with, you know, almost going to say cottage cheese, now you've got two components. Then you add a little raisins and some nuts to that. Now you've got four components. Your body gets overwhelmed. It doesn't know what to do with it. And I am super sensitive. I don't know why God made me this way. I really don't. I wish he didn't because it's really annoying. But, I mean, here I am able to help other people because they have the same problems. So what can I do to help them digest when they actually go out to dinner and have a normal meal? Something that's not just base soups or base wraps or base smoothies, because that's really clean food that your body can assimilate. But what happens when it can't? It gets into, it starts to back up. So that's what these herbs were made for. But it's also, Dana, is I, um, you know, I make a lot of nut milks because my almond milkshake and people love my almond milkshake that I make. And so I became, a nut, I became a nut milk queen. So I'd go to the market and I'd look for nut milk bags, and all I could find were the hemp ones at the time. And the hemp ones, as soon as you squeeze the, the milk out of the bag, they got stretched out, and you could never use them again. So there you go, $6 down the drain or $9 down the drain. Um, so I started making uh, nylon mesh nut milk bags, and I sell them to all the Whole Foods in the U.S., because, I, right. because it was a need. There was a need, you know? Like, there's a need right. for this. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I love that. I have, I have another product that I make that I didn't, end up, I didn't end up taking it to the market because doing retail is not my forte. But um, my nut milks, my cashew hemp milk, people were like, they're, they're smoothieing and they want a base, but they're buying boxed almond milk or they're buying boxed cashew milk or coconut milk. And no matter how you slice it, once it's been put in the refrigerator section in a box with an expiration date of, you know, four months from now, it's not good. So Mm -hmm. I created a package of nut milks with all, everything that you need to have a beautiful flavor, uh, perfect protein, et cetera. In this bag, all you do is throw it in a blender with water and you've got this amazing milkshake. Wow, you do it yourself. That's awesome. Do it yourself. 
And I just got it into retail, and I looked at my assistant, and I go, oh, my God, do, do I really have the, the heart for this? Because, you know, retail is buybacks and sending this and blah, blah, and giving it, – it's, it's like a whole other mind, and it's not the healing mindset. It's business, and it's a uh-huh. business. So I pulled out. I said, let's just sell them online. And I said, let's just give them um, – you know, we had a whole bunch that were going to go to a distributor, and I'm like, just give them at a low cost. And, and we blew out of them, which is great. And so we're still making them, but we're just not pushing it as much because it's a, it's, manufacturing and creating is not easy. <laughs> it's not a fun no. job. <laughs> I want well, to sit cross-legged and sing Kumbaya. <laughs> yeah. Right. Me you too. Know, that is and so I want funny. to come, is, come do that with so, you in Costa Rica. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny that you say that, though. You lose the healing and it becomes business. And, I, you know, that is, I think you have to be in that to, to really understand what that actually means, uh, you know, at its yeah. depth. I get it. <laughs> well, well, you know, I, I'm glad you get it because I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm business right now. It's hard. I do my retreats now at the, at, at the retreat just for me. You know, I do them for the people, but I do them for me because it, when, I, when I focus for a week on, like, my, my specific guests or clients at that time, I, I get a lot out of it. That's what I love to do. I love to help people. I love, you know, I'm an intuit. I'm a, you know, I, I get into their bodies. I transform people. And when you're figuring out your finances and doing your books and dealing with people who are crooked, and it, it takes you away from that and, and I miss it. And it actually makes you hard. And it actually makes you sick, to tell you the truth. It doesn't mm-hmm. heal. It's the opposite of healing. And I've been in that for the last few years, and it, it shows. It shows in my age, in my face. It shows in my body. It shows in, every, you know, everything. But, you know, of late, recently, I made a huge decision to knock it off, you know, knock it off, stop getting stressed out by these people, stop getting myself involved. And the beauty of it is once I surrendered to that, the business started to flow better, you know. That's, you uh, start to so, like, look, yeah. You surrender to it. Wonderful. I just, I, I knew you were headed there, and I'm in my moment for you, with you. Um, and I also wanted to mention while we're talking about, you know, things that you found a need for, and you just make them. Are your truth bars? Before we let you go, we can't talk to you, talk to you all day. Also, I will be at the retreat someday, and we will talk all day. But. Until then, Excellent. tell us about your truth bars. So, well, the truth bar was an interesting thing because it began with um, a workout. I was, I've done a few commercials. They're all over the, you know, TV. I, I don't ever see them, but everybody else sees them. Um, and I was working with this company called Tabata, and uh-huh. they asked me if I would, they asked me if I would create a um, uh, menu plan for their, uh, for their exercise. And they, actually, the menu plan was phenomenal. People lost. They said the end of it all. They're like, Tabata was great, but the, the food was amazing. They were lean. I mean, they were tip-top shape. Um, and so when this was going to go into an infomercial, they said, well, we need products to support it. So I started to create um, a whole line of products. Um, anyway, by accident, uh, I ended up creating this one bar, the truth bar, with the idea of two more um, with probiotics and prebiotics in them. Anyway, the company didn't make it. Uh, it was with NBC Universal, and uh, we ended up, they ended up going into a lawsuit. And anyway, when they went into a lawsuit, I ended up with all these products in my hand 
Nobody owned them. I made them. So this guy says to me, he goes, well, let's partner. You know, stupid me. I didn't have the business mind or the, or the bandwidth to move it forward, but he did. And so he said, let's make these bars. So we started making these bars. Um, it was a crazy first year. People loved them, loved because they taste so good. But here they are with prebiotics and probiotics. So we, neither one of us had it as our first job. It was our second and third job. So here it was falling apart. So I went out and got funding, and the Perfect Zone people purchased it. Uh, the people who started the Perfect Zone, who sold it, they purchased the, the Truth Bar, and and they're just they're just making headway beyond headway. In fact, I'm up in Oregon to uh, pass them out tomorrow at Pharmaca, one of the beautiful elite uh, pharmacies here, who have been purchasing them. Um, it's just it's so great. But the bars themselves are based on a foundation of macro and micronutrients, but mostly micro. Which micro is, of course, our, our fibers, our proteins, and our oils, right? Our fats. And for me. You need to have a lot of fat, you need to have a lot of fiber, and you need to have a sufficient amount but not necessarily too much protein because the fat is what makes your oil move, your body move. It's like putting, if you don't put oil in your car, your car doesn't move, right? So you need the fat. And you need the fat for hormones, you need the fat for your microbiome and your intestines, and then you need the fiber as well to create the the soil in your intestines. And then you add the probiotic, the fiber is the prebiotic, and then, the, then you add the probiotic, and it's like adding seedlings of sprouts. And the probiotics start to grow and flourish, and you have flowers growing. So you need all of these components in order to make your digestion, digestion work. And you know your digestive system affects, you know, we're talking on thyroid nation, your hormones, right, your hormone mm-hmm. levels. It affects your, your brain, your digestion, your mental health, uh, everything, everything. So... Here you are eating a delicious candy bar because I'm going to call it a candy bar because it's not, you know, dates and nuts ground up like you're getting nowadays. You're getting an actual chocolate-coated, sugar, ch- sugar-free chocolate-coated coconut delicious, like, mound bar. <laughs> and, and it's got probiotics, 1 billion CFUs. It's ridiculous. Wow. It's, it's ridiculous. In fact, today, as soon as I get off this call, I'm heading over to the manufacturer, and we're creating a peanut butter bar. We're creating a peanut butter and jelly bar, which won't have jelly, but it'll have, like, like strawberry um, niblets in it, fruit. And then we're doing a fudge graham bar. We've got chocolate almond crunch. We've got mint chocolate. I mean, I'm, this is what I'm doing. I'm literally tasting bars all day today. I know I have a tough job. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's um, – so we're creating it so people can start eating, you know, they're indulgent. I'm calling it an indulgent bar because candy bar sounds so wrong. A sugar-free or sh- low-sugar, high-fiber, indulgent bar that gives you all the probiotics you need for the day. I mean, hello? Who doesn't want that? And gut, and gut health is so important, um, and probiotics and prebiotics for, for thyroid people. So I'm, I'm intrigued. Well, we actually are in the Celiac Foundation now. We're in the Autism Foundation. We're in the it, – it, it covers all your bases because people are missing the point on so many levels. And it, that's why I call it truth bar because, because I know, I know my stuff. You know what I mean? I know what I'm talking about. I am, I am like a, I have like a science mind. I should have been a doctor. I know what I'm talking about. And here I am creating something that's going to heal your body. 
you know, and people are missing the point. They're like, oh, I need to, A, lose weight. I need to gain muscle. I need to do, and then they're putting these horrible ingredients into the bars, and people love bars. That's the right. truth. People love bars. I don't like bars, but people love them, and they love sweets. They love candy bars. You're still going to, Snickers is still going to outsell a power bar. It still is. It just is. Because Snickers is Snickers. People like sweets. So if I can make it taste that good, you know, and have all the, all the benefits, then wow. Right? Absolutely. So, right. Mm. And I think people it, like fast. You know, fast eating is, is uh, you know, uh, and you were talking about losing weight and building muscle and all these different things, but your body will not do that until it's healthy. To be honest, exactly, not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. You know, I have a theory, which is what we do at the retreat. Also, it's also what I do with my cleanses is flood your body with macronutrients. Macro being all the, you know, just for the listeners, the macros being all the phytonutrients and uh, minerals and all that. Flood your body with the macronutrients, and your body will start dropping any disease. It'll start dropping issues and pain. Because don't think about starving it, but think about flooding it with the good stuff, and everything else starts to fall away. You know, you, can, you have no room for junk. You have no room for bad stuff. You have no room for pain. Right. Oh, mm. filled moment. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, we have lots of things to do on our list now. We have to check out the the truth bar we have to well first i think we should just jump on plane and head down to the retreat i mean it really was like less than 30 minutes from where i lived i mean it, and it's beautiful too so i'll get back don't worry I'm, I'm heading back there and uh so we gotta do that put that on the list and then we're gonna get the truth bar and some bitters boy we're busy you're busy you are you are busy well, go to Di- go to diana's like tell everybody to go to dianastobo.com because i i send a lot of information um, you know, educational information out. Of course, I also have my bidders for sale there, but um, if they sign up for my newsletter, they'll get information. And um, sometimes I, I don't write like every day like I used to. Um, a lot of it's good information that I've written in the past over the years. So if you're new to uh, my newsletter, or I wouldn't even call it a newsletter, my mailing list, I should say, you'll see, you'll see that there's a lot of um, great things coming out of there. Oh, yeah. Diane, a couple well, this- couple quick questions for you. Your truth bar is is really awesome when you look at the ingredients and the and the uh, protein and the carbohydrates and all that good stuff. Where else can people get your truth bars? Are they out in stores and? So the relaunch was March, and so we're not in all of the stores. We're in Pharmaca, I believe. We'll be in some stores soon. I don't even know. We're all over the East Coast right now. I just don't know which ones they are. I would go to truthbar.com. And I believe Amazon. If I tell you otherwise, I'm gonna, I, I'll probably mess it up because we That's just launched okay. the market. That's all right. Things are just going out. We can out. Google it. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think there might be a store. Lo- there might be a store locator also, um, but it's increasing rapidly. It just, it just takes a little bit of time to flood the nation with them. But, uh, oh, I'm the, I'm the ultimate critic of, uh, of health bars. And it's, it oh, looks really good, good, so I would love to try these. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, good. it's a great protein. Yeah, protein. I sent her the, I sent her the so ingredients I, just a minute ago, because so, I know how she is, Diana. I know this woman, so I already sent her the ingredients just a few minutes ago. Nice. So she's nice. all on board. She's on board. What was nice. your other question before we let her go, Tiff? What was that? What was your other question before oh, we let her new? go? What's new on the horizon for 
for Diana, what's uh, anything? I mean, obviously we hear all these things going on, but you were also talking about the need to kind of slow down a little bit for yourself. I kind of heard. So where is where yeah. is Diana's where's Diana's chill time going to take place? I know you probably are very relaxed at your Costa Rica retreat, but it still is somewhat, you know, working for you. So where are you headed to for for Diana's chill time? I'm like Waldo. Where's Waldo? Um, <laughs> I um, well. I, I'd like to think that I chill at the retreat, but it is, it's, it's work, you know. It's right. hard, living, hard living on a property when you wake up and there's, you know, the staff of 18. You know, you, you, you walk uh-huh. outside and it's like, Diana, Diana, Diana. So that, I wouldn't that's say that's what my I mean. relaxing place. Yeah. That's but what I, I mean. You know, so I have, where is your, where you can just, where you take that deep breath and where are you going? Oh. We want to know. Where's Waldo? Well, I, I, <laughs> Waldo is happiest when she's home in San Diego and she's in a routine, you know, where she's getting her exercise every day and she's, you know, eating right. And she likes to be in the kitchen. And at the retreat, she can't be in the kitchen because she has three chefs in the kitchen. So, mm-hmm. um, and, I, and I have to, I'm really good at respecting their space and not taking over, uh, just teaching and giving tidbits. So when I'm home, I love to cook for myself. I love to be in, you know, go for walks on the beach. I love to go to the gym. I love, you know, I like to go on bike rides um, and things like that. I, that's for me, my downtime. I've recently come to this great epiphany that I'm going to have to just create my downtime wherever I am because I, I tend to be moving all the time. Like literally every three days I seem to be on an airplane. So I'm just going to have to make peace with that for now until, you know, until I land. I, I, listen, I was a stay-at-home mom for, you know, a long time, and I never left the house. And I appreciate the routine. I appreciate that. But I'm on, a, I'm on an adventure. I'm on a adventure. And yeah. Life has phases. It. You know, life yeah, has phases. Yeah, life has phases. Yep. So that's my new thought. It's funny how as soon as I decided that, I'm, I'm not all jacked up when I'm on an airplane now. I'm like, oh, well, I'm on an airplane now, <laughs> you know. Yep. Yeah. It's like I just changed my mind around it. It's like okay, I, love, I, that, I go to that's Costa Rica refreshing. on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just I just had to change my mind because I was not I was not getting anywhere fast with it. <laughs> well, well, you'll have to let me know. You'll have to let us know, Tiff. You'll have to friend her and and let Tiffany know when um, you are home and your routine because Tiffany is in um, Joshua Tree. So I'm she's in Joshua Tree. She's just up the hill. She's oh, coming down pretty- to eat with you. <laughs> She's coming down oh, to have some here. I'm cooking. Fantastic. Excellent. I love that. I would love right that. Right next door. Well, you know, well, I was going to see my daughter. My daughter just moved to New York, which complicated my life more. I have a son in San Francisco, a daughter in New York, and my, um, my youngest is here in Oregon. So even when I'm home, back in the U.S., I got to go see my kids, you know? Right. Mommy, mommy right. needs to go see her babies. So... Um, I'm going to New York, and my new the Truth Bar company now is in Boston. So I'm like, okay. So I rented a house out in the Hamptons for my daughter to bring all her friends. Because I'm like, I, what am I gonna do? Fly home? I'm, I'm already there, so I'm having the Fourth of July, you know, in the Hamptons because she wants to go to the Hamptons. I'm like, well, I'm gonna spend time with her. So I just kind of figure it out and like create this pathway. <laughs> Pathway of love and enjoyment. <laughs> Figure it out. This I is your know. phase for right now. I think that this is I my think that's phase. Amazing. Yeah, yeah this I is think my that's phase. Amazing. Yeah. Ah, well, very well, this, cool. 
This has been really, really fun. I'm, I'm so glad we finally did this. We've been trying to do it for a long time, both of us. Uh, she's always going. I'm always going. Not as much, but this has been great, Diana. I really like talking to you, and I can't wait till we meet because I know we will. So it's happening. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. It's fun to be on the show. And we'll tell Thanks everybody so much where to for find taking you. the time with us. And we'll yep. send links to everybody and do all that good stuff. Have a great day. Thanks for coming Excellent. on. Excellent. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye. Wow. You know, I love that whole life Life has phases. It does, you know, when you're in particular phases, and that's okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like people need to okay. realize that we have times that, you know, like she said, I did the stay-at-home mom. I did that, and this is now, and, and, you know, we have to be okay with during those particular times. I think that's a really important message, seriously. That's our, our great takeaway from Diana's show today because she is actually living that. She's, she's right. just taking it as it comes. And you definitely have to do that with thyroid issues. So that was wonderful. I love all her stuff. You know, when I, links out. Oh, yeah. You know, when I was taking care of my mom with Alzheimer's, my husband used to tell me, this isn't going to last forever. You know, and I remember when you're in the midst of that, a challenging time in your life, you have a tendency to think that this is just the way it's going to be forever. You know what I mean? Definitely. You have to just wrap your around, you know, wrap your head around the fact that it's not going to last forever. You know, and that's okay. You do the now. You do the now. Yeah, I was just saying the same thing to Jenny yesterday uh, on the phone. We were FaceTiming, and I said, you know, my dad gave me this. Piece of advice we have: a, we had a friend living with us for over two and a half years, which sounds crazy, but we loved him. We loved him, but in the very beginning, you know, we kind of had to figure out how it worked, and I was getting my, you know, feathers ruffled for silly reasons. But eventually, him, you know, leaving plates everywhere and things starting to get under my skin, and I kind of complained to my dad, and my dad said, "You know what? This is just a blip." This is just a blip. Things Seriously, change, right? and this won't last forever, and you'll look back in 10 or 15 years and think, oh, my goodness. And so try to live with, you know, thinking that so that maybe it won't bother you so much. And I did. I changed my mindset immediately. And now that was like, I don't know, 14 years ago, and it was wonderful. It was a great, great time. So, yeah, you right. you do. So let's put thing. this in health perspective. If you look at, right. like, for example, Diana's video, right? that bloated and just, you know, I mean, she lost 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. not forever. So if you feel in that moment of, you know, not well or, you know, maybe everyone has different, you know, um, phases during during their, you know, situation, their illness or whatever, it's not going to be forever. Just remember that, you know, this is not going to be the way it is forever. Just keep moving forward. So I think that's a really important takeaway from today. I really do. You know, it's not going to last forever. Okay, you can find. I feel like it. Yeah, all things amazing. Diana Stobo at Diana Stobo, just like it sounds. Diana S T O B O dot com, and then of course you can find her amazing retreat. And I just can't. I just keep looking at the pictures, and oh my gosh, I want to go. We're going to go the retreat, Costa Rica dot com, and you're just going to die at these pictures. They're amazing. And then, of course, also the truth bar. We need to get some of those. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and have healthy, healthy bars like this are hard to find. They really are. Trust me, I can tear apart Clark's and all kinds of stuff, supplements and foods and, 
you know, I have a heyday. That's what I need to do is a video blog walking through a store. But I wonder if I could get in trouble for that. Well, maybe. <laughs> I probably could. <laughs> Anyways, truthbar.com. Just like it sounds, you'll love these ingredients. Really good protein to carb. It looks, it looks great. Awesome, yep. awesome, awesome. That is awesome. And we look and forward to Diana's next phase and hearing more about, shh, my goodness, you know. You think about all these things she has going on. And then where she was, you know, what, at 33? So what is that, almost 19 years ago? Mm-hmm. That's a whole different ballgame. That's inspiring. Yeah, it's inspiring just just there, you know. And on yeah. Diana Stubble, you can see her video of her story, which is very cool. It goes back into, you know, emotional eating and childhood and, and all these different things. It's 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 a very cool video. I enjoyed, you know, watching it and mm-hmm. seeing where she is today. It's inspiring. It's, yeah, it's hopeful. It is inspiring. It's definitely. hopeful, right? Right. Mm. Okay. If you have missed any <laughs> Thyroid Nation radio shows, you can always listen to them. I'm saying what normally Tiffany says, but I thought we'd change it up today. You can find them on iTunes and we're on Google Play. You can go to the podcast uh, app on your iPhone and search Thyroid Nation Radio and we will pop up. You can also just go to thyroidradio.com and all, all of our shows are there as well. Hmm. As always, a very, very, very big thank you to the listeners. We do this for you. It's a learning journey just for us as it is for you, and uh, we hope that you're getting lots of tools and tips and, and you know, aha moments and flower field moments to, uh, to resonate with some of the people we talk to about their stories and where they are today. And, and uh, please be sure to leave us a review on iTunes and let us know how we're doing and things you'd like to see and change and, and uh, if you're enjoying it. Yep. And also check out on thyroidnation.com. We have thyroid essential blends. In a few days, we're launching a new store page that will uh, just look prettier and easier to find the items and have a little story behind them and things. And we've got great nasal inhalers like Brain Awake, which is my favorite. I have a whole slew of them right here in front of me. Brain Chill, which we will be launching. Tiffany's already been uh, selling it at the farmer's market. Uh, fabulous, fabulous products for you just to make you feel good. Uh, so that we could just provide something that you could feel confident and didn't have anything harmful to your body, your endocrine system, your thyroid as a whole. So we created this with love and light. So check them out. And the beauty is they're on the go. That's what I love the most about aromatherapy inhalers, you know. Mm-hmm. It can be for you in that pickle, you know, when you're having a moment of, of, you know, brain fog or having a moment uh, where you're just, you know, wired and, and need some some brain chill time. So what I love about it is the pocket aromatherapy. It's portable. It's like a little mini diffuser, you know, without that long-term, you know, uh, just kind of a tidbit. Studies are showing that uh, the body creates uh, stress at about 30 to 40 minutes diffusing. So if you're diffusing for health, please try and keep that around 30 minutes and then take some downtime and then do it again so if you've got a, a diffuser get one with a timer very critical and the last thing we're doing with essential oils is trying to uh, to harm people you're doing it for health so we've got to follow follow their rules so that's about 30 minutes at a time on a diffuser so that's what i love about the pocket aromatherapy is yeah. that it's you know it's there available when you need it in your right? purse in your bra in your pocket wherever <laughs> 
<laughs> and no <laughs> radiation in your bra like your cell phone, please. No. Please don't keep your cell phone in your bra. No. no. <laughs> Not a good place for that. Of course, Dana and I want to always remind you that wellness is a journey and takes continual maintenance and evaluation. I know we say the same thing every time, but seriously, life changes. You're going to change with it, and uh, and you have to be aware of your body, even if you are already in remission and no Hashimoto's present and all of these things. You still always have to, to be mindful of what your body is telling you at the time. That's right. And it will change. So what it was telling you three years ago that you listened to, it's totally different now. So right. listen, body's always talking. This is Dana, your thyroid nation, thyroid Tika. And Tiffany Mladenich. Bringing the collective voice of thyroid thrivers worldwide so that together, united we heal. Thanks, guys. See you next week. I believe we have Trudy Scott next week from uh, Australia, so the time will be a little bit different. Thanks, guys. Bye.